Scene. It makes me so uncomfortable, man. It's not good. It's so bad. Some might say it's so bad. What if we were just talking about ourselves? Hi, guys. Welcome back. This is episode 49 of Ding Dong. 49. This is the part where Zane ordered pizza. So and wish us luck. Hopefully, with that. it's here soon. You guys shouldn't be surprised that we're ordering pizza mid episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Early episode. As if. Even. Whatever. Um, it reminds me that, uh, Kyle, who lives in your old room, yes. um, thinks I'm just some animal that eats pizza four nights a week. Well, there may have been a point in time where I was. May have been or but, was distinctly a point in time. Well, you know. See, let me start off. The jury's off. still out, lawman. Let me, let, me, let me Knock, knock, that's them. They're back with a verdict and you're guilty. <laughs> because I have a story to tell our audience. <laughs> okay. I had lived for a summer in beautiful Austin, Texas, and it was great night, a lot of barbecue, big old humble brag, and had a fun time. But I was coming back eventually. I think told this story. Too late. I'm telling it again. Okay. This is the part where we retell a story for the Hooray. third time. I think this proves the pizza situation, though. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't all mine. So. Well, allegedly. I wasn't there. I can't vouch for it. But I showed up very late one evening back in Missoula, yeah. as discussed, and um, only to find that my door had been removed. I think that was really the key to the prank, is that distracted you. You dog-walked me fact. with a prank. Yeah. You prank-walked me. <laughs> Better than being dog-pranked, I assume. Dog-pranked. <laughs> I don't know what that entails, but... I feel like it's a prank with dogs, and I feel like I'd probably be into it. Well, yeah. But... Four paws or faux paws? Yes. <laughs> So I walked into my room and realized, hmm, hands kind of missing a door here. What am I going to do about that? <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm too tired. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to go to sleep. And so I go to lay down on my bed, and ooh, what's that? A big crunch <laughs> from four pizza boxes exactly where my body would fit on my bed. <laughs> and so I'm like, God damn it. So I walk out. I'm like, ha ha, the door is funny. And then I had like turned and then that happened. And so I had been double pranked in a mere minutes. Fucking pranked. Yeah. Back to Got back. Pranked. You guys were fucking rolling in the living room because <laughs> that's hilarious. And um, and I was totally an unsuspecting victim. So um, anyway, and so I like walk in and I'm like, oh, ha ha. And so I like reach under. And at that point, my bed had the mat like the box bring the mattress and then the like foam topper or whatever yeah, the mattress topper but the foam topper mattress topper had like a little thing and so you could fit pizza boxes in between the mattress and the foam topper so it wasn't like it like crushed me but it was just like why is my bed horrifically uncomfortable all of a sudden why is my bed scrunchy right why am i why do i scrunch when i get into bed guys <laughs> this is the episode we bring back scrunch scrunch it's not scrunch it's not smunch it's yeah. scrunch. It's scrunch. Guys, this episode is brought to you by scrunch. <laughs> What's that? A little scrunch, scrunch in your window. Who's that scrunching in your window? It's scrunch. It's scrunch. So, I 
<laughs> so I lay down and I'm tired and I'm a sleepy boy as usual. And all of a sudden I roll over and I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> Bed's still pretty fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I reach under as far as my arm can reach and I grab a second set of pizza boxes. So there's eight in my bed at this point. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, that's as far as I can reach. Rest of the bed looks fine. All this stuff, whatever. Like I get ready to go to bed. I think I went in to brush my teeth and I, Zane's like at my door or where my door was at one point <laughs> when I come out and he goes, Hey, did you find all the pizza boxes? And I was like, define all the pizza, boxes. all eight of them. You mean? He's like, Oh yeah. No, hold on. Give me a sec. <laughs> and then goes into my room, crawls into like the innards of my bed, like a fucking tauntaun. And then just like throws box after box after box out of my bed. <laughs> There was 16 total pizza boxes in my queen size bed. If you're looking for a conversion, it's 16 boxes. It's 16 is one... hot and ready's is one right. queen size mattress. If you're looking to map out a room, far more, far less expensive too. Don't use a tape measure. Use 16 hot and ready's. You probably got access to those. Yeah. Somebody spoke prophetic wisdom a few weeks ago on Twitter oh. when they said, "Hey, tell me about this hot and ready. Is it good?" And somebody said, "It's hot and it's, and ready. it's ready." Yeah. And that's, I think, that's some of the truest words that have been spoken. Yeah. It's, just, it's like, uh, I, from what I've heard, sure. Little Caesars makes one of the healthier, quote, unquote, healthier pizzas. Their sauce is fresher. Fresh. And they usually grate their cheese themselves. Sure. And they don't do the Pizza Hut thing where they put an inch of grease in before they put the- uh, <laughs> It's a lot. The uh, um, crust in. Deep dish. Um, and then b- cook it that way. Sure. Um, so, like, all things considered- there aren't that many ingredients in it, and right. they use slightly better ones. Sure. Um, and it's allegedly... Better ingredients, better pizza, Little Caesars. Little Caesars, right? <laughs> and not an actively racist person. Also <laughs> not shout out to Papa John. Negative shouts out. Shouts back in to Papa John. <laughs> yeah, any shouts I've ever given him before. Reel them back. Like, just, just, live, just live better. <laughs> better life choices. <laughs> better pizza. <laughs> You know who it is. Manager. You you already know who it is. <laughs> you already know who it is. I go through. Where'd that song go? But, <laughs> somewhere, probably. Some might say nowhere. And a few might say, it's Mr. Worldwide. They'll say what song? Hmm? Exactly. Huh? 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 I've been hitting um. people with that, but in inappropriate situations. <laughs> where it's me being too loud. What's new? <laughs> love it. I love it. Um. Uh, we accidentally, I, not I, okay. Rose, accidentally okay. came up with we, a new. I, Rose, accidentally, okay. Uh, came up with a new uh, saying. Sure. Uh, that wasn't really a saying, but uh, I was eating chips okay. the other day, and okay. I had chip crumbs all over my shirt. As you do. And she goes, here, let me dust your chips. And I was like, you better watch out before I dust your <laughs> chips. Hey, Buck. You looking to get your chips dusted? It just sounds uh, very aggressive. Let me dust your chips. I don't want anyone to. Du- I, I can think of very few people in this world <laughs> I would want to dust my chips. I think. So I I haven't. I think you could probably use it for anything. Right, because um, that's that, the but, nice part is that cuts both ways. Yeah, that could be like, hey, watch out! Somebody's might. So, listen, you might get your right, chips. Dusted. You might get your chips dusted, or like, hey, I'm gonna dust those chips. I'm gonna dust those chips. <laughs> Looks like you guys are having a good time. Yeah, I went home. We went home, and I totally dusted her chips. We went home, and pizza's here. Let's see how Zane handles this. I almost want to bring a microphone out there, but I know the cord's not long enough. Speak loudly, please. This is Ben, where Zane gets a pizza. 
Guys, let me just take this brief moment to thank you for listening to our podcast, even when Zane orders a pizza that he knows will show up literally minutes into our episode. Can't hear what it is? I'll fill you in on the details here in a minute. What I do know is this blackjack pizza is going to be a great deal. Didn't look like he got any sides or drinks. He's probably going to be so thirsty. I think he also closed the door because I'm talking just loud enough to where someone could hear, which is disappointing to say the least. But I also can't say I don't understand. He's having a great night is what I just heard. And I'm glad. Going to give him a wave. Got him wave. Zane, what did we get, buddy? Uh, we got a pepperoni and bacon pizza. Flex, okay. On Tight. Original crust. And we got a large cheese bread. Dude, that cheese bread is a, a sight to behold. It's Liddy City. People, some might say it's Liddy Titty. One might say it's Liddy Titty. <laughs> <laughs> So, am I going to get some of that? I'm about to be greedy as hell. I'm about to ask you for some of your you food can, that you just ordered. You can murk that cheese bread. I'm not going to murk the cheese bread. I'm going to have a regular amount of cheese bread. Murk this cheese bread. Oh, baby. I'm about to I'm about to eat this pizza, though. This is the episode where we eat live on camera, <laughs> where no one's filming. Maybe we should hop on Instagram just to eat in front of people. <laughs> but that's what we go live. We haven't been live in 15 or 20 weeks, and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> That sets oh, us up for some weird fans. They're back live, and it's just... We basically do, this is the episode where we just do ASMR, but at regular volume. Yes. Go ahead and dish them up. A um, That's gonna be so hot. You're a fucking oh. crazy. Person. What is wrong with oh. you? You, I literally just watched you pour like Mordor's lava into. I your wish mouth. I had no knees. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> right? Because it's too hot. Let's bring it back. You're crazy <laughs> if you would rather have n- too hot food forever over no knees. This actually, first of all, isn't. Too, too hot. I'm glad because it was going to fucking napalm oh, yeah. your face if I would have been feeling it right now in my sternum. Just that. <gasps> um, <laughs> second of all, it's the second thing I've eaten today that was too hot. I, I took a questionable bite and it fucked me. Oh, no. Uh, earlier it was uh, fucking cup of noodles or something. And that that'll water was fucking. That'll, yeah. yeah, that'll get you bad. There's nothing worse than burning your tongue, though. No. Because it's just like. Well. Stabbing the roof of your mouth with a chip is pretty that bad. That hurts pretty fucking bad, too. That's a pretty not good situation. Yeah. I guess I'd say this. I think the pain is fleeting with that. Much worse initially. Yeah. But there's just something about really just scorching your tongue. Right, and it stays for like a week and you can't taste anything. That's And I always do it right before I have like an important food week. Somebody's going to say, really, you really have an important food week? Well, you know yeah. what the fuck I'm talking about. Where I get to like go out to a few restaurants, try a bunch of dude stuff. Somebody's buying me dinner, you know, fancy stuff. Or I'm buying me dinner. It doesn't matter. You are taking preposterously large bites of this food. I've never like sat and watched That's you eat in like the however many years we've been friends. But I know Probably for a fact good. that you finish food really quickly and I'm getting it now. <laughs> now you understand. It's making a lot more sense. I have an unreasonably large mouth. Well, it actually humble is. brag. Steven Tyler has an unreasonably large mouth. That is and in turn, true. Liv Tyler. <laughs> Not gonna speak to that. <laughs> his, well, his daughter's an L. She's got a large mouth. I don't know that those are mutually exclusive. <laughs> There's one direct quote you take away from this week's episode. It's his daughter's an elf, so she's got a big mouth. I always forget. Is it Liv Tyler that's in Lord of the Rings? One of them. I don't know. Um, it's not dead Tyler. Well, good joke. Live Tyler. Dude, I'm so pissed. I missed like a very obvious. 
good play on words, and I'm pretty heated about it still. Go on. I went out to lunch with my parents a few days ago, and um, shout out parents. Big old work trip. Good. Shout out uh, company getting you food. What's the best kind of food? Oh yeah, company food. So we went to a local Thai restaurant in town, and I was Yum. like, "Yo!" And they have like all this amazing food, all this stuff. And so I haven't had that style of food in a while. And so I I sent a Snapchat out that said. Thai food is my food. Yeah. Here's where I fucked up. I spelled it T-H-A-I food is my food, and I should have just said T-Y food. Yeah. It's so obvious. Either that or my should have been M-A-I. Dude, and I feel like I could have, because my concern with not doing it was like, oh, if I just say T-Y food, people are going to ask, what kind of food is that? And then I have to explain to them that it's Thai food, but I think I could have solved it by saying T-Y food is M-A-I food. That could have been that would have been a multifaceted joke. That's a deep that's a deep dive joke. It'd have been like it'd have been like a a job of the hut slavery joke. What? There's layers to that shit. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good joke. I was trying. That's a really good joke. (laughs) I was really concerned for a second there. I was like, oh no, we might got to pause this episode. We didn't pause it for the pizza, but this might do it. That's a good joke. Didn't see it coming. This has been a good joke. Oh boy. There's layers to that shit. Get the fuck out of here. As far as I know, I made that joke up. That, if so, big if true, (laughs) that is a quality joke, and I'm a big fan. Thanks. Oh, yuck. Anyway, and so, yeah, so I'm pretty hurt about that because I've been recently pretty up. I would argue on fire with these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Like the word plays, I've just been quick with it. And then I had one regarding myself that just stared me in the face and I said nothing about well, it. Sometimes we're blind to our own imperfections. It sucked, man. So. It hurt real bad, but we live and we learn. Well, you, know. you didn't burn your tongue. That is true. Um. This is the episode where we chew into the mic. Oh, wait, we already do that. Uh-huh. Let's, let's talk about an event that happened. Okay. Maybe uh, maybe two nights ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tyler, as we may have mentioned before, was in a karaoke contest. Big ups, humble brag. Uh, here's the thing. This karaoke contest placed us in a place in town where we never thought we would ever be. It is fascinating. It is a different world out there. So, people here have probably heard of the Elks Club. I feel like that's a pretty widely common common place. Right. They're like philanthropy clubs, essentially. Sure. Where you pay a membership. There's like a, usually a bar associated with it. And uh, you, yeah. Like, Do you know the origin, the origin of those? There was a man named Bill. I don't want it. And he said... I think I have a name for this, you guys. And then another prominent member of the group named okay. Phil said, I think I have an even better name for this. I get it. Continue. Good joke. Because of philanthropy. <laughs> for... A slice for me? A slice for <gasps> you. Bless um, you, Papa. So, anyway, they have these multiple litter- little clubs mm-hmm. around town. And within two blocks of my house is the Order of the Moose. Humble brag. And uh, there is the Elks Club downtown. 
most people know that here because it used to be a music venue. Big ups to Elks dances. Yeah. We kicked that shit off. Big ups to high school shenanigans at the Elks Club. Um, And then there is the Fraternity of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So it's this weird little building. Not like not so little, though, either. Yeah, that's the thing. This is like a one-story, unassuming, old brick building right. that is behind a grocery store. Right. And so we're like, all right, I guess this is where the finals is. Cool. Mm-hmm. So we get there. One of their so there are like three doors, and I thought they were all like three separate entrances to separate businesses. Right. Turns out the entire building is the same. Like, the, yeah, it's all the fraternity of the Eagles. Yeah. And you walk in the what I would say the main door. Sure. Is where the main bar is, and and it's like. It's not very big. It's like, like, I don't even know what to compare it to. It's like a normal size, <coughs> small bar, I suppose. Right. Um, like, there's space for like a jukebox in the corner and like a couple tables, and then there's a big horseshoe bar that takes up most of it, and then mm-hmm. on the other side there are a couple more tables. Right. But then there's like one of those false walls that you can slide, and it like bunches up, With the and there is a yeah. whole nother room. That has the stage and a dance floor and a bunch more seating, and then past and then that, there's a third. Room. There is right. another room with another bar. I don't know if you at saw the this. back end. Did you see what it was called at the other end? No, it was literally called the other side of FOE. They had a neon sign that said the other side. Really, it must. Is, they it must was a only open bar. it for events. I think so. And so. We get there. None of us have ever stepped foot in this place before. No. We walk in. They're obviously regulars who are confused as shit as to why all these random people who would never have any reason to go there are in their bar. And loudly confused about it, too. Like, hey, what the fuck? It's a Tuesday night. Why is it so busy? And who are all of these people like, I've never capacity. seen? Yeah. The whole night, too, is the thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, we sat around, got to uh, listen to some karaoke. Yes. Tyler Tyler was in the competition. Was in it. What's up? Final 12. Tyler, how'd it go? Yeah, it went right. I got second. I won 300 bucks, which is tight, for singing Chris Stapleton. So, so that's we. basically the dream night, yeah. Got to sing for a bunch of friends. Who won it? Did that other girl win it? So I, I left for like an hour. Maybe 45 minutes to uh-huh. come, like, drop you guys off and go pick up a tube and just, like, go do other stuff for a while and not listen dust to karaoke for chips. an hour. Yeah. I went to go dust some chips. And, um, and that I. That was right after you left that that happened. Really? That I got Damn my chips dusted. I hate that. That sucks because you were definitely eating chips at that point yeah. when I was getting ready to leave. That's what made me think of that. Ah, oh, man. All right. Well, you know, lesson learned. Um, so it was somebody who sang in between me leaving and me coming back. Okay. So I can't like vouch for them being so really great. Girl. It, uh, wait, who? The girl who won the semis. Oh yeah, no. So it wasn't her. Oh okay. And it wasn't the jazzy girl who got third at the semis. Okay. Good. She didn't place. There was a girl who was singing right when I got back that I'm like, oh, she could probably beat me. And then she got third. And so I was kind of sitting there, and it was like, there's a very nervy sort of feel to a room like that, where they like literally called everybody up on stage. And let's walk through the prize real quick. The first, uh, third prize was two hundred and eighteen dollars. 
Second prize was $300, and first prize was $1,500. Quite a discrepancy. And so I was kind of like, boy, I'm not going to complain about any of these. But first would be, let's say, five times nicer than second. <laughs> yeah. Not only is there, like, the, like psychological side of it where it's like it's technically mentally better to get third than it is to get second because second you're one place out of first right. and third you're just happy to be on the podium right uh, but their whole thing was like it's 2018 we're gonna give away 2018 dollars but instead of splitting it like equitably and doing like a thousand five hundred and however much would be left after that right they didn't <laughs> and so they're like what about 1500 and then three and 218 even if they did like 1200 700 and oh no, that wouldn't that wouldn't quite like twelve five and five hundred and three hundred right. and whatever right the difference that would be, would be better and I think people would still be excited to do it eighteen is what right. it would be right yeah but anyway, and so again not at all complaining about free money for singing songs right. that I like with my friends that I'm happy supported hey, me hey it must be free money hey it is if you get in the top three. Yeah. And so, yeah, so the girl who I thought could beat me finished third. I finished second. But what I was saying is, like, there's this very nervy period of, like, if you if you are waiting to hear your name, because they don't read first first, they're going to obviously build the anticipation. Right. So they read third, and then one of 12 people knows where they're at at that point. Oh, shit. And then there's only two people of the remaining 11 that will know where they're at. Right. And so I was kind of like, uh... Because you weren't third at that point. Because I wasn't third, which is exciting because that means I could be second or first. Or it also could mean that I was not either of those. Yeah. And so anyway, and so then they're like, uh, in second place, and they all, you know, you can kind of tell, like the judges all looked over to me and I was like, okay, that's going to be me. Very easy. So yeah, I don't know what my score was, all that stuff. What I do know is I had a great night and great supportive friends and I appreciate everybody for coming out. It was very fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, Let's talk about competitions for a minute. Please. Because back in the day, we entered a competition. Boy, did we. So. Yeah. They had a local music competition. Yes. TB, um, TB named. Yeah. And uh, so we, as a group, Lyrical Motion. Big ups, Miracle Ocean. Miracle Ocean. Spherical Notion. Um, <laughs> decided we were going to enter... Uh, this competition right and we had a, a decent buzz going at that point and uh we picked a beat and made a song and put it out and what, it was decent what song was it was it the don't funk up our beats one no that was a different one um i don't even remember how it went anyway but oh 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 no i don't remember specifically what it was but i know which song generally it was at yeah this point. okay yeah yeah and so what happened was they had an online voting portion where you oh, yeah. uploaded it to SoundCloud or something. Right. Which was a terrible idea. Huge mistake. Because it wasn't a very secure voting platform and right. people could people found out very quickly how to stack votes. Right. And so if you got a couple friends to backdoor it and just stack votes for you, right. you could blow the top off it. Right. It's like, all right, third place has seventy eight listens, second place has you know, 408 listens, and first place has 12,000. And I'm like, yeah. that's not real. And, like, that was kind of the discrepancy. And so we legitimately got out to a good start. Oh, yeah. And, like, we figured it out on our own ahead of time. Like, right. Right away, like, that you could, you well, could vote extra times. Well, because we worked with SoundCloud before. Yeah. And have been like, yeah, that's not going to work. And but, so right. 
we were like, ah, well, we'll try to be legitimate. We're not going to tell our friends about this. Right. Like if they figure it out, that's then whatever, off us. But, it's but off, we yeah. didn't we didn't give them that information. Right. And then there were a couple other people who figured it out who definitely, who definitely just gave their it. friends that information. Mm-hmm. So we had like a fair amount of legitimate plays the first few days right. and like jumped out to an early lead and then people started figuring out that you could cheat right. and fucking blew past Just, us. Yeah. I'm not accusing everybody of cheating, but No, it wasn't everybody, but it was like some people who hey, did. Hey, this song sounds like someone dying and, actively. Uh, and I don't want to listen to it. And it's like that song really has four thousand plays all of a sudden. Yeah, okay. Over right? three days. Over yeah. Tight. Over all a, right. a night. Right. Um and so you had to be in the top five right. of plays when it came down to it. Um and then you got to go to the live competition. Right. So we, at that point, had kind of, uh, we were a little on our high horse of not liking to watch other people perform. <laughs> that was um, not our strong suit. So we showed up late, uh, in time, for, plenty yeah, of time not for like, our set. Like, right. we weren't late, like, holding up the event or But, like, let's say it started like at that. 9, we were there at around, we there, like, 10.30. 10, 10.30, yeah. Because um, we played 40-minute sets. Right. Like, it wasn't, like, a quick thing. Right, it wasn't get up, do your one song, and be done. Yeah. And so... They judged you on a few different things. It was like crowd participation and or crowd right. engagement and like stuff like that and just overall. So we missed the first three sets. Right. Then it was us. Then it was some other dudes who were really good. They had like a live really band yeah. and freestyled for half of their set and right. like like legit. Yeah. And then somebody else who we didn't stick around to pay attention to. Right. Um. And so we heard that we uh made the final round which was basically just the judges deciding who won right and you get to go to the big award show and they made it this big thing like right blah blah, blah. so we get there and in our in our minds there are two ways it can go well right right, right. either either we won right and this other the live band guys were were second like and, clear far and away it was right it was yeah. that or oh and they t- they told us who the top three were right they just didn't tell us what place what order, we finished. right um, so we were like, oh yeah, so we were either first and they were second and this other guy was third, third or they were first and we were second and the other guy and was third. other dude was third. No, <laughs> uh, dude who was, we thought guaranteed to be third, like lucky was to be first. There. Yeah. Uh, we were second right. and other group that was arguably the best, best ones group, there right. were third. third. Right. And, uh. The what the winner got a five hundred dollar gift card or five hundred dollar recording session and, and a recording stuff, right? session yeah. and some stuff like that. Like um, not not wasn't the biggest crazy. prize in the world, but also like wouldn't have hurt. Could have like bought a new studio computer with it yeah, or like upgraded our something. stuff or done something with it. And uh yeah, so we just we just kinda left. Right. At that point. Like we were like, huh. No. And just yeah, just peaced out. Yeah. Cause that was was that New Year's? Or close to it. I think it was close to it. I just remember like walking out and being like, well, it's fucking freezing and I'm furious. <laughs> and not even because we didn't win, but because whoever did win did. It wasn't losing. It was losing in the fashion. It was that we losing did. it. Right. It was losing how we did. I had this realization a few days ago is that like people are sweet and kind and are like, hey, you've got a great voice. And I genuinely really appreciate that. Like for everybody who like listens to my or our music, like if you come up and say like, hey, this is really cool. Or even if it's like, Hey, I just, you know, heard you do music. That's really cool. That's like the world. That's like the coolest thing. Yeah, that's awesome. So, thanks for doing that. However, what I will say is that 
um, I need you guys to be judges of competitions that I'm in <laughs> because I realized that for my entire life, I think I've been in like three or four singing competitions that aren't like you know like through the school or like like state music fest is one thing but like this karaoke thing is a totally different thing in my in my world i've never won a karaoke competition in Which fact nuts. i finished second at every karaoke competition i've ever been in hmm. it all started because the fair is back in town y'all know how much we love the fair it all started at the fair when i was like 10 maybe 11 I you barely spoke English. Bare, I, can, I still can't read. And so um, they had like the, you know, the general pop station or whatever in Missoula did like a um, karaoke competition. And uh, it was right around the time that Shrek had came out. Song. Song. <laughs> I literally just walked up to a microphone and went, song. And he didn't win. Can you believe it? It was like a super powerful note, and people, I think, were just too shook by it that it came out of such a small boy's body. Shaking, so, not shook. Little boy. Big notes, little boy. And so I think... <laughs> what, here's what I would equate this to. Let me set the scene first, and then I'll give you my equation. This is math class now. Wham. We were at the fair. Uh, uh, Smash Mouth was really killing it. And I believe that it was Smash Mouth who did a cover of the monkeys. Now I'm a believer. Yes. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. That's the one. You know it. So I sang that and was so nervous that I just shook the whole time. Nothing's they're, changed. They're going to be the next Beatles. Dude, they really <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I almost agreed to that. Yikes. But funny take, I'll allow it. So... Um, so yeah, no, it was one of those things where it was like, I remember being like a little kid and being excited to go do this, but also very nervous. And again, it's at the Missoula fair. Right. It's what? 20 people at most. Yeah. And so like I got up and I like sang my little heart out and did all this stuff. And I don't know. I've never been good at being like, yeah, I'm a good singer. And so definitely not then. I was just kind of like, nah, I just think this is what you do. Right. You just right. kind of like mimic the notes and that's, you, just sing everybody, it. everybody can do that. And so, um, Got up and everybody's like, wow, wow, wow. I think the toughest part about these karaoke competitions is that the judges – I was reading about this today because right. I have a test coming up this Saturday okay. on, on ethics in the law. Okay. And there's a section on judicial ethics, and it says judges aren't allowed to have a thing called ex parte communication. Okay. Which basically means that if there is attorney A and attorney B representing each different person, attorney A cannot go talk to the judge on his own without attorney B knowing about Present. it. Right. Oh, yeah. Present. So, the judges in all of these karaoke competitions are clearly not following the judicial code. Right. Because all of them have come up to me and been like, hey, that was a really great performance, all this stuff. Very ex parte. Very, <laughs> very inappropriate judicially. But then they fucked me over and they give me second place. What the hell? And so, I, I sorry, it sounded like you wanted to say something? No, I, go I for got it. a go roll on it. this one. Yeah, yeah, no. That's bullshit. Yeah. Don't be like that. Yeah. You can say like, "Hey, really cool job." Say it after you've given me second place and bent me over. Yeah. I'm Are not going to wind me and dine me before I get fucked. Yeah, pretty much. Cuz that's the thing. It's like I genuinely am not upset that I got second at this at this one most recently. Right. It gave me money that I did not have before. I get to go do fun stuff with it, yeah. all that stuff. And I had a total blast with all of my friends like it's totally fine. 
But that this has happened mm, four times now at this point <laughs> in my life, I'm like, something's starting to not add up. Something's got to give. Wow. So what I'll say is this. I would equate it to that feeling yeah. of me being a small boy and singing my heart out on some Smash Mouth only with spiky blonde hair, only to then... Psalm. Psalm. <laughs> only to then lose to a full-grown adult. Yeah. Who took it a little too seriously? Uh huh. Um, for like a twenty-five dollar gift card to like the mall or something, yeah. you know, nothing huge. I think yeah, I still got like ten bucks. Yeah, to the strip, guys. The strip has recently hit a, a strong uh, streak, if you will, Upst- upswing. And After fifty uh, cent robbed one of their strippers the other day. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we might be hearing from them soon. Here's hoping they get back on their financial feet. Yeah. Um, what I would equate it to is a thing that I've been seeing a lot more than I would like to on Twitter and or in the news recently, where a grown adult human being will be at the same baseball game that a small child and I is. I said Robert. I said motherfucking Robert. And they rob her man. of a baseball when it, like somebody hits a home oh, run. Yeah. And a grown adult grabs it over a child yeah. and then celebrates with their other grown adult friends. Yeah. That's what this was like for my tiny nine-year-old, ten-year-old little boy heart. Little boy. So now I've lived and I've learned. I understand that yeah. I'm going to get second in these things. <laughs> but the amount of people, which I so appreciate, coming up and being like, that was so great. That was amazing. Literally one of the, like, this old, and it's always old women too. Yeah. It's always women who wow. are like 65 and up. They have soft hearts. They do. And I apparently speak to them. Yeah. So shout out all my blue hairs. Yeah. Big fan. But I need them to be judging because literally one of the women walked up and said, your voice is so incredible. I loved every second of your performance. I have only gotten chills a few times and I judge competitions like this often. In Not fact, today. I was supposed to tonight, but they filled me in with somebody else. But I, my other job called me in. And, and so, I said, oh, what is Listen, your other I'm just going to be really tired tonight. And they said, oh, from doing what? And she, she said, oh, from walking, walking dogs. dogs. And I said, don't oh, you so dare no, fucking not. try and dog walk me on my own <laughs> joke. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, hate it. So, Psalm. Psalm. So, anyway. I had a full adult person walk up to me and be like, I literally judge these things, and it's basically going to be a travesty if you don't win. Only for then to me to get second. <laughs> that this has happened over three times is too much for me. This is Conspiracy Corner now. Conspiracy, conspiracy Corner. Conspiracy Corner Tyler's is that I literally, there is a cabal who, of, of people <laughs> against me who want me to never see the light of day when it comes to winning a karaoke. Cabal is such a good word. <laughs> Name one context other than culty that you can use the word cabal. You can't think of one. No. That's okay, because there isn't one. And so, yeah, big ups to the cabal of anti-karaoke Tyler fans. (laughs) Because you successfully gotten me to get second again. Joke's on you, I had a great time with a lot of really lovely people. Who are they paying I don't know. The person in first, the extra money, the five yeah. times the amount that I would have. Oh won. yeah. Here's here's the thing. Right. I feel like sometimes with karaoke competitions, they don't want to just pick the best singer. Right. Because there's this stigma around karaoke that it's not supposed to be great. Right. Which is why I don't be, ever do it. It can be really fucking good. 
but it can't be it can't great. Be great. I know some people. I know two. I know one guy for sure that's won a karaoke competition. Right. I would not describe him as a singer. Sure. He grew up listening to country music right. and can sing country music. Yeah, fair and enough. Stuff and has a voice for it. Right. But he's not a singer. Sure. But he has won a karaoke competition. Right. In town. Oh, yeah. And I know, yeah. Like, I, it, no, I, just I totally feel hear like, you. Right. I just feel like there's the, they feel so much pressure not to just give it to the person who's like, oh, they objectively are a very oh, good singer. Right. But this person sounded a little bit more like the artist and really gave up there and give it, gave it their all. Sure. No, and and- Here's the thing. I totally respect that. It's another reason that I say no every fucking time someone wants me to go sing karaoke. Right. Because one of two things will happen. One, somebody will come up and be like, hey, that was a really great job. That's about 5% of the time. Right. The other percent of the time, all of it, is I get up and have a fun time and think things are going okay. And then no one else wants to do karaoke because they're like, well, I can't do that. And I'm like, that is the opposite of the point. You guys asked me out to come up because knowing that I am a singer – Right. Only to then hear me sing and say, nah, I don't think so. Anyway. Ah. It's hard as shit to get me out anyway. Don't then not do the thing right. that we were all supposed to do. Right. And so, again, in no way is this meant to be like a big old humble brag. Oh, geez, really should have won. Totally best. great singer. It's more of just a, I think everyone who was there saw me play a mic stand as a guitar, oh, cheesy yeah. as it may be, because I knew that I needed some other thing than just me singing. Yeah. Did I have a great fucking time? A hundred percent. Am I so thankful for everyone who was there? Absolutely. Troll. But I also think it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, where's my phone? I don't, it's I in did. my pocket. Here well, that's an ideal place for it, I think. You know, just searching out here for them topics. New topics, yum. Um, let's let's talk about something sad. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> Me it's being nine and me. losing a karaoke competition <laughs> to a yeah. grown adult. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, that's a tra- tragedy. It's travesty. not good. Travesty tragedy. You should have said Travis Tritt. Yeah. Um, getting old is weird. Getting, I'm not. Getting yeah. older. Yes. Okay. That I'll agree with because um, I'm like, yeah, I'm a thousand years old. I'm basically dust right. formed into a human, <laughs> but I'm I also. The son. Right. <laughs> of a preacher man. Um. But, like, you know, I've never, I don't think. Sure. I've never really, like, bought into the mentality, like, oh, kids between 13 and 22 think they're invincible and there's nothing that can hurt them and blah, blah, blah. Right. I never, like, actively, like, was like, oh, yeah, I am unhurtable and stuff. Right. But I did ignore a lot of, like, injuries. Like, I've rolled my ankle so many times that it's not worth my time to stop what I'm doing when I roll my ankle and try and fix and it. And try to fix it. Yeah. I just keep doing what I'm doing, and I deal with it later. Right. And that weirds people out, because I'll just walk around on a swollen ankle. For, like, weeks. For weeks. Yeah. And, but I I just deal with it. Right. Stuff like that. You know, you're like, uh, I was thinking back to when I was younger, and um, people didn't care about their children. Right. Uh, this isn't a knock on my parents. This no, was right. just generally people. It was the early 2000s. Right. Shit was, was rowdy out time, there. Yeah. Uh, like, the amount of concussions I probably got as a young child playing football. Too high, yeah. And they're like, oh, are your eyes crossed? Are your pupils dilated? Do you know where you are? Nope. Go back in the game. Um, Yikes. Like, yeah. pretty much. Like, no, totally. 
and or you'd run up to one of your buddies and you'd grab their helmet, you'd butt helmets. Smash and faces. Like, that scared me know. every time. I cried every day when we had a football <laughs> game. You think that's a joke? But literally, I no, I believe. Here's it. the bullshit part. I had to play center too because I was like four pounds over the weight limit. Right. And yeah, you see, you know about that because you're tall. Yeah. And so it's like, what the fuck? It's like, hey, you're objectively, oh, you're regardless of BMI of or like anything like that. Yeah. You're the tiniest bit over. So therefore, you have to play on the line. Right. Give me Which a, means that I'm playing against actual people who are linemen. Image. Yeah, right. And yeah, like, way to fuck oh, you me up at like 10 years old. You can't old. play a skilled position because you're less than a you're pound a over the weight piggy. limit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is what they told me generally. Yeah, it's it was rude. But um, no, totally. People would do that though to me, and I think I let it happen one time, and then I went, ah! and I think that was about <laughs> it for me having my face smashed with I another can totally, person. Did you play for the police? Uh... Uh, no. Okay, I can I just played, see you playing for the police. No, we played the police. They were a very good team. Okay. Um, fuck, we were good, though, too. We had Ben. You weren't Hoggyville. We might have been. No, who was, who was, who was, like, Marooney? Oh, it was, uh, was Why it Stockman's? Say, no, it was like, maybe, like, an auto body shop or something like that. Oh, yeah, there was one. Um, anyway, but that was my team, yeah, and we yeah, were, like, yeah. good, but also, yeah. like, literally, it was like I would cry before every game, and then I would go on the field, and I was just cold, and I hurt. And then I would let our quarterback, who ended up playing, like, professional, multiple professional sports, yeah. I would let him just get sacked over and over again until I got pulled from the game. Because I couldn't snap it and then block. In no way was that happening. Or I could for, like, two seconds, and then he just had to make a really quick read. Thank oh, right. God he was so athletic. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, like, you were always injured, or you were banged up, or you were 100%. bruised, or something. Right. And, like, it just didn't – you ate a bunch of ibuprofen and moved you on ate with your a life. Of, I, I did eat one because I was like, mm, let's not get crazy um, here, Tyler. <laughs> and uh, so, like, very recently – this is a fairly fairly new thing. Sure enough. I've just started not being able to shake stuff off like that. <laughs> right. Like – This is that thing that we heard about for such a long time yeah. and then now it's finally and starting now I to get be it. real. Like, I didn't believe it. Right. Because why would anything change if I'm not changing what I'm 100%, doing? 100%, right. I get it. Things are different now. I fucked up my foot. Like, it's five weeks ago now. Right, like a while ago. I still can't walk properly. That's bad. It's, like, it doesn't hurt as much as it did anymore. Right. It feels or a little funny. you used to it. No, it's a, it's it's different. Okay. It's, it's definitely not the same kind of pain that it was. Like, sure. my toes move freely, and, <laughs> and, like, I can walk up and down <laughs> stairs without like limping and, right. and whatnot. Um, but it's, it's, it's just not better. Sure. Um, and also probably because of that, one of my hips is out of place, right. which is a problem I've had right. like before it's triple jumping. I'll do that. Right. Um, and, uh, it, it like, it's just no gone, good. Though. It's compounded like, right. Just into not feeling good. And I'm, I'm like, I can barely get in and out of my car properly because my back's all jammed up. Oh, and like 100%. Stuff like that. And it's like, what what happened? I'm doing more, or I was doing more like lifting, being Physical in shape, upkeep, right? Yeah. Stuff right. this summer than I've done for probably the last four years. Right. And now my body just decides, nah. I've literally stopped doing back workouts because I know my back will hurt more than just the muscles being sore for like if i do one like solid day of back workouts yeah i will hurt for over a week and a half yeah from just those and people are like you just got to build up a tolerance that's the thing i did yeah i did it for like two or three months straight nothing changed my weight gradually increased like a few pounds every week it was not a crazy increase right. and then all of a sudden like i've had this tweak in my neck just from sleeping wrong on it right 
and literally it like I think it's gone and then yesterday it Bam. struck again and it feels like there's just a missing tendon and there and my neck just goes som and I'm like yeah boy howdy <clears throat> I want to speak to this though too though like I was not a crazy kid right really by any stretch of the imagination but I also think back to stuff that I did as like a teenager and that blows me away because never in a million years would I do it right now right particularly with like winter sports right like Skiing and snowboarding were, was where it was at. For whatever reason, like, I just had access to that. And right. so I was like, and, you know, friends doing stupid stuff. That's kind of the whole point of growing oh, yeah. up. And so it's like, in no way would I change any of that. It was all fun. And I didn't do, like, really crazy stuff. But it's like, hey, you know, that you hear about, like, skiing and snowboarding. Skiing is, you know, you can learn it in the first day. And you can get down a mountain if you need to. Right. But you have hard a really hard time to increase. Like, it is an exponential growth curve. And you really just have to ramp up, and it's so tough to get excellent at it. Right. Snowboarding is like the exact opposite. It is an absolute shit show for like a week or two straight, and you just hurt. And then the second it clicks, it clicks. Right. And then you just get it, and then you can like totally step up your increases every year and maintain them pretty evenly yeah. or pretty easily. And so, like as an illustrative point, I skied from kindergarten through seventh grade, and the highest run I was ever comfortable doing maybe was a blue, which right. is like the intermediate pretty average run within a year and a half maybe two within two seasons of snowboarding like from beginning first day ever to the end of the second season i had done two or three double black diamonds which are like hey there's a small 10 15 foot cliff just jump off that to start the run and that's the thing those runs those runs are tough but they're not that tough it's the fact that you have to leap off of something to start it that makes it the double very intimidating or like hey Right down that chute, there's rock walls on either side of you, and there's no way to break. You better just <laughs> go straight and hope you don't hit anything. Be fast. And so, like, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about the fact that I would do, like, terrain park stuff with my friends. No idea how to spin or land or whatever. Right. But it's like, oh, a 15-foot gap? Not even, like, a little roller. Right. But, like, there is a gap. If you hit it, you're just hitting the wall yeah. of another jump. And it's like, yeah, I'll 360. I don't give a cool. shit. Not that I was good at it or landed it or whatever, but I didn't care. Right. Like, I was kind of like, I'd be nervous, and then all of a sudden I'm in the air and I'm spinning, and I'm like, fuck, I really hope I come around on this one. Yeah, you just do it. And then sometimes you do, and that gives you all the confidence you need to keep doing it for years. Oh, yeah. You can bail 10 times, and then the 11th time, all of a sudden you land it for no good reason, and it's shaky and wombly, and you just have all this irreplaceable confidence. Yeah. No way does that exist for me anymore. Oh, yeah. I remember stomping my first three on skis. It's so big. Yeah. It was just... Incredible. Euphoric. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, like, speaking to recklessness, like, that's more where I'm, I'm hearing you come from, where it's like, I don't think we did crazy shit. I don't think we were like, whoa, bad kids doing, no, popping no, no. motorcycle wheelies and stuff, like, whatever. Like, it wasn't that. But clearly I didn't do bad shit because I can't explain <laughs> what bad shit is. It's like very- Jumping off of roofs. I did shit like that. Sure. Like, I jump off the roof of a shed. We used to play airsoft yeah. over by Brandon's neighborhood. <laughs> right. And his neighbors had a shed in their yard, and we'd climb the shed, and then if you had to run away from somebody, you'd jump off, off the, the shed, shed. over yeah. the neighbor's fence right. and land in the yard and just run off. I feel like I just carry too much mass. I've, I've cultivated right. too much mass at this point. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just going to crash into the earth, and just it's all going to get absorbed into my knees that are just dust. Yeah. So I guess what it comes down to is I'm just tired of hurting. Yeah. Zane's uh, tired of getting his chips dusted, yeah. is what he's trying to my say. My chips are dusty, and... I'd like to not have dusty chips anymore. Zane, we've had a lot of folks asking recently, and I think we should bring it back for the last little bit of the podcast here. All right. I've got some would-you-rathers and or hypothetical questions. Lay it on me. 
<laughs> this first one, I'm going to be surprised if people haven't heard of it before, so they might have an answer to it already. Right. And I'm hoping you haven't heard it, but I think you might have. Cans. <laughs> Good. There's one in here like that that I thought was a real one and then realized was not a real one. <laughs> Zane, would you, have, would you take $10 million, but for the rest of your life, there's a snail that's trying to get you, and you can't ever be touched by the snail or you'll okay. die. It's coming for you at all times, but at the speed of a snail. So you could go to a different country and try and forget about it, but eventually it'd show up. Think about it. If you started at work, you could go home. You'd be safe for the night. When you come back to work, be careful. Bonus, the $10 million came with immortality as well, if you want it. Okay. But also the snail is immortal. So, like, I'm imagining a Pirates of the Caribbean situation because people can be like, I'm going to fly to Australia. It'll be totally fine. Right. Unless you're already in Australia and then you're like, I'm going to fly to literally anywhere else. Anywhere It'll else. be totally fine. I'm get off this island. And it could I'm take that criminal. snail years. But your math better not be off by any bit. Right. Because all of a sudden, what if a snail catches an ocean current? What if it pulls a uh, 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 Finding Nemo yeah. and catches a wave with Crush? Yeah. Takes that Pacific. Grab heavy. shell, dude. Yeah. Takes the Pacific Coast Highway, the PCH, underwater, underwater. Underwater. What do you What do you think you would do? Do you think you would do it? Ten milli, but a snail for the rest of your life. You never could live anywhere. Right. You could be a place for a long time. Yeah. But then you got to be cool with being a far away, different place. You have to think for another long time. I I think the question implies that the snail has some sort of intelligence. The snail has right. Knows how right. to like get onto a plane or hitch a boat. I think the snail is, let's say, of average intelligence. Okay. Like I don't think average it can, human I don't intelligence? Think it can, like, well, or average snail intelligence? To make it interesting, let's say average human intelligence. Okay. Because average snail intelligence, it would just be this biological urge to find, hunt, and kill you. Right. And I think average human <sighs> intelligence, it's going to like buy a plane it has ticket. To, it has to plan. It has to plan, but I, like, I'm, no I'm going to allow it to plan here. So here's the problem. Sure. Because then you couldn't do the math. That's right. It's totally unpredictable. Because if it snags a car right. and ends up at your front door versus if it has to swim, and right. it's immortal, so it could do that. It can just do that. That's fine. What happens if it gets it's swimming and it gets eaten by a fish? Right. And then it has to wait for that fish to die before it can continue its journey. Right. What then? I don't know that I need that $10 million. $10 million is a lot of money, though. It is. You can invest that and live very comfortably off just the interest on that. Sidebar, I saw a tweet that said something about nobody really grasps the difference between a million, million and, and a billion. billion. Yeah. And a million Holy seconds shit. is like 11 days, right. and a billion seconds is like 31 years. Yeah. Uh, what? Crazy. What? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. I agree that $10 million is, like, a lot of money and hard to turn down, and also that, like, I don't know that I would do it. Yeah. But how interesting is it? What if you What if you didn't take that $10 million, Sure enough. And then you dedicated the rest of your life to trying to make that $10 million? Yeah, no. You're like, oh, I just had to turn down $10 million, but now I want $10 million right. without a snail attached to it. Ugh. What if you just paid the snail a million dollars to leave you the fuck alone? <laughs> well, so that's so that's that's one argument I've heard is that it's like I would just hire a person or yeah. people's to to bodyguard me. Yeah. To Get put a salt ring snail. around my bed every single time I'm somewhere. Yeah. To have constant 24 vigilant 24 hour 7 day a week vigilant watch. 
then you got to just trust a person. Right. Even if they are totally infallible and well-meaning, you yeah. got to just trust that a person is not ever going to fuck up. And spot, not spot and the spot snail. a snake. If it's two in the morning and that person's been on shift for six hours, yeah, and all of a sudden, you know, snail. a door creaks. Right. I'm not certain Cricks. that my bodyguard person is going to hear it. Right. They don't need to be anything big or tough or whatever. But they also can't kill the snail. They could blast it out of the room with like, you know, a, a broom. Anything. <laughs> right. They could throw it as far as they want, but it's coming back, albeit at a snail's right. pace, and it might give you enough time to say like. Hey man, we gotta get out of here. Snails like in the yard. I threw him. We're on the second He's in story. The yard. There's time, but also like, watch out. Catch me in the yard. But then there's the one time it doesn't. Right. I don't or think it comes could... in on the ceiling and nobody's paying attention to the and ceiling. And then just falls. Like, you're living right. in so much paranoia. No, I think it would drive you crazy. I think the ten million dollars would be just enough to make you travel everywhere. Yeah. And like let you live comfortably in those places, but right. comfortably in the sense that you're comfortable financially. Horribly mentally uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I don't want that ten million dollars. Okay, fuck that snake. I think I agree. That's crazy to turn down ten million dollars, but also like, yeah, the amount of stress that comes with that. Because it's not that it like, oh, it bums you out and steals your money or whatever. Right. It fucking kills you. It kills you. You're it makes dead. you dead. <laughs> it be what it do. And sometimes it really do be like that though. Yeah. Would you rather have a tree in your backyard that constantly produces every fruit in the world at your whim? Of the best quality and in the best condition, or have a trained dinosaur of your choice to ride to work to whatever. Give me that fruit tree. People, yeah, people really jump to the dinosaur conclusion, and I'm thinking that fruit tree is invaluable. Dinosaurs a lot of work. Di- you gotta feed a dinosaur too. Yeah, and that means that you don't have the fruit dinosaurs tree. don't eat fruit. Some so even if you could get fruit, your hand, I think. hand on that. That, I wasn't there. But I guess I would you guess could. I guess do. you could pick a dinosaur that ate fruit, but you only get one of the but other. That, right, but then you don't get the. No, I want that fruit tree. tree. What if it wasn't at a whim? Like it grew at a regular pace, but it's best quality all the time. Like you have access to fruit, but like does if you it want... grow at a regular pace in proportion to the fruit? Sure enough. So like if it's if like raspberries can bloom or can f- fruit like twice a season. Right. Yeah. Then you could get two Dude, fruit fucking... seasons of raspberries, and they're gonna be fucking plump ass, great raspberries, juicy ass, more fucking. Berries. And it'll be like a healthy harvest too. This isn't like a small tree, but like right. I think. But that... you can't eat that much fruit necessarily. Right. Um, but if it was at a right. whim, sure. Definitely. If it was a, a whim, definitely. Tree. If it was, if it was normal, probably a dinosaur. Probably a dinosaur. What dinosaur are you yeah. picking? Uh, you know, a Velociraptor would be pretty cool because I think they'd be just the right size. I agree. And they are really fucking fast. They're super fast. But like a Brontosaurus or something would also be pretty neat. I think that'd be the showy move. Or like I, an Allosaurus. Like a, right, or like a Pterodactyl would be pretty tight. Yeah. Assuming that fly. this is like a trainable one and all this stuff. It's right. not just like one that well, you Well, it says to... you could ride it to work. Sure. But I'm not saying it's good. I can, you have to put in the people hours. People can technically ride a bucking horse, but that doesn't mean it's super rideable. Ride a bucking horse. You're bucking horse. Um, let's see. So I, I think we'll settle on fruit on that one, probably. Yeah, yeah I'm taking the fruit tree. I've also been eating a shit ton of fruit. Yeah. Uh, the grocery store by our house uh, will just have random melons for 99 cents I, You've been pound. on this melon train, and yeah. I'm very into it. And so I've tried like four different kinds of melons. Right. And I haven't been disappointed yet. Right. And I'm glad to hear it, because they've, yeah. in- they've been interesting melons. Yeah. They all look weird, and yes. then you cut them open, and they look like either, on the inside, they look like either a cantaloupe or a honeydew melon. Right. And then they taste like, what the fuck ever. I had one the other day <laughs> that tasted like, that was 
looked like a cantaloupe, but it was like crisp. Weird. Like you bought it and there right, was right. a nice satisfying crunch to it. What? Plus it was kind of sweet and fruity. Dang. Oh man. Dude, that sounds like tight. you eat a couple pieces and you're like, you're like oh, yeah. that's pretty good. And then you eat a couple more and you're like, that's really fucking this satisfying. Might be candy, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> dang. Zane, would you rather have everybody twice your age and up sound like an adult on Charlie Brown? Or everybody half your age and younger sound like a minion from Despicable Me. Minions. For right now. Like, I th- yeah, okay. Does it, it goes it with you? It scales with you. Okay. Things just get worse. Yeah. I, I think, well, the, okay, let me hear, the hear me out The thing about the adults yeah. is that the older you get, the less of the them. Less, they're right, right. And it's double your age. Right. That's not that old. That's not that old? But it's also 64. like. I know a lot of 64-year-olds. Right. For me, that's 50. Yeah. 64? No, no way, it's not. Sorry, 54. I know, I was like, what are you talking about? Like my parents are that age. Right. So your parents would be like, wah, 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 yeah, wah, no. Don't need that. Wait, but as you get older. As you get older, though, there's less. And it, and it gaps. Like, No, totally. You, you go up two years for every one year you have. Yeah. So you're taking a hit now, and like you're trying to build business connections and stuff like that. Right. Better yeah. be with young entrepreneurs because otherwise you're not going to be able to you're going to just get the people who deal in fertilizer entrepreneurs don't talk (laughs) or (laughs) hate it so much (laughs) or god that's a really good question though (laughs) only if they do it independently um but the older you get then it's like i feel like I know enough people who are like 50, 60, which is not that old. Right. Who are already so sick of people who are like minions. 10 to 25. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, like a little tiny kid, sure enough. But then like a, you know, every college kid. Right. Is yeah. is just minioning That's it. That's kind of what I was thinking. And then you're is like 80 and it's like everyone you know, like 40 and 40 down. And under. It I think that one just gets worse. Yeah. If you're cool, if you're a big minion fan, fine. Also, How long can you be a big minion? Fan? I don't. I don't know, man. Also, do you ever like get used to it, like that you start to understand it? Because I understand some of what the minions are saying in the movie when they speak English. No, right. There's some. I think you would eventually piece it together in right. the same way that you could get a general gist out of want want wants. But yeah, I, I think still, I, I would probably go Charlie Brown's. Yeah, yeah. And just accept now that, that like we've sage wisdom. <laughs> Yeah. Might not come my way other than in forms of wah, 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 wah. Right. I've got a few more here. Can they write? Sure, but it's going to be scribbles. Mm. Um, would you rather be, this one's a pretty obvious answer. Would you rather be stoned to death by pickles or drown in mayonnaise? Well, it's impossible to be stoned to death by pickles because they're not stones. Y- you would Would and, you rather be pickled uh, to death by pickles? <laughs> would you rather people throw pickles at you until you died? Yes. Or drown in mayonnaise? No. I hear you. I'd rather get beaten the, to uh, death. The thing by that pickles. sucks so bad is it would just take such a long time. Right. You'd probably die of old age before you died from getting <laughs> hit with pickles. Like if you just lived the rest of your life and people were just constantly blasting you with pickles, oh, yeah. you'd probably still just be okay. 
Oh yeah. You would just be fine. You would just be like really salty and like, briny. What are they and, gonna like, do? Lo- load up a cannon with a pickle and fucking? They're not gonna one shot you. No, it's gonna be middle e- or middle ages style, and just like they're gonna. Just they couldn't one shot you. You know how blast. precise that shot would have to be. No matter how hard you shot that pickle, <laughs> if it's not going clean through you, hundred percent, and it's just impacting and exploding, <laughs> uh, fucking. You're, you're gonna just, hurt, but you'll be fine, dude. You're just gonna be so briny as the thing. <laughs> you're be I just, already am. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I've got a few more, and I don't really give a shit because our last few episodes have been kind of like on the shorter end, and so I'm just gonna read them. Good. <laughs> I really like this one. Would you rather have ham hands or hands made of unlimited lotion? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks like they, for wasting my time. Like you, you ham-handed pieces of shit. <laughs> um, ham hands. Like I'm gonna go ahead just to make this interesting. Because I think ham hands is the obvious choice here. Right. Because they look somewhat like regular hands. Yeah. I'm going to say literally they are pieces of ham with enough structure to support them. Like they're not going to crumble if somebody shakes yeah. them. But they don't move either. Are they anything like meat feet? <laughs> they're similar to meat feet except meat feet are practical and a sponsor. Not this week, but um, but these are literally just hand-shaped pieces, pieces of, of ham. ham. Are they like ham steak or are they like lunch meat ham? They're like the they, they lunch meat. They're like imagine a compilation of ham enough to suffice to make okay. up what would be a regular okay. size. And ham. are they honey glazed? Is there any? Flavor I'll leave that to up ham? to you if you want to okay. like black forest that shit. If you want to honey glaze it. If you want to. If I can get honey ham hands. You thinking about that? Uh, they're not going to bend. They're not independent hi, digits. But I'm Honey Ham Hands Renault. And, uh, I think you could pull that off. Yeah. I think you would have a very niche career, but I think you could do it. I don't really want lotion hands. Think of how hard it would be to open doors. It says they're and... made of unlimited lotion, too. Yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to qualify that. You have regular hands, but they are constantly covered fully in lotion. Yeah. And you can never wipe can it off. Can you just like, slap people with it? <laughs> yeah, because that's hilarious. That but be... then there's just more lotion. Soften there. up. <laughs> <laughs> You could have a very hilarious. Boy, you ashy. You could have a hilarious Mr. T like career lubricating people's bodies. I heard something about Mr. T the other day. Did you know that he always wore ratty ass shoes? Sure. Um, and it kept him humble because okay. like he had all his chains and everything. Right. But he then had he looked 4, down his feet. pounds of chains. Yeah, he looked down at his feet and it kind of reminded chains. him where he came from. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And just, <laughs> he just saw the chains on his body because they were like three feet protruding bitch from stay his chest. Humble. Sit down. I th- okay, so assuming the ham hands I'm don't move, ham hands. you're still taking ham hands over just lotion. I hands? think that would be hilarious. Kinda, but then you can't. At least write... then you're funny as shit. Yeah, but then you can't have functioning hands. You could just stab it through, firmly grasp Dude, it. You could firmly grasp literally everything. Right. I don't see these being is as it like regenerative ham. Sure. Like, yeah, is it you're not going to lose ham. It. No, it's not fragile ham. Okay. Like they're not like going to get gross like four skin, days later. Yeah. Right, they're, they're, it's your hand, but it's ham. <laughs> it's your hand. It's your hand, but it's ham. I said your hand, but it's ham. Hey, it's your hand, hamnity. So I think, mm, baby, I don't know. I think. I mean, you could just get a job lotioning people. Like, That's you what I mean. Just, I feel like you, you gotta just, just pay people I for can your monopolize sweet, on sweet that. body butter. Oh, what's new? <laughs> people could pay you. Sorry. <laughs> Please take this off my hands (laughs) But no one can I feel like there's like a lot of hilarious scenarios There's a lot of really pain in the ass ones too Prank people with lotion hands (laughs) 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 Clapping would be a catastrophe Really Because it would just go everywhere (laughs) Or if you like point to emphatically (laughs) (laughs) And it just like It just (laughs) (laughs) Again. Oh my gosh. No, so I think I could like still have a f- 
pretty like not ideal life necessarily, but a functioning one. Right. With lo- uh, unlimited lotion hands, but I feel like because I'm under the assumption that these ham hands are literally just a hand a, p- a hand shaped piece of ham that does not move; it just exists at the end of your arms. The right. ham at the end of your. Fo- uh, anyway, I'm a big fan of that question. Yeah. That might that might be our question of the week. I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Okay. But that's a pretty good one. This one I didn't initially think I was gonna do, but I ended up thinking about it more and I was like, okay. I mean Would you rather fight a chicken to the death every time you get in your vehicle or once a year fight an orangutan to the death using a sword? I feel like you could get pretty good at fighting a chicken. I don't You would know get really you, good at fighting the chicken? I don't know if you ever get good at fighting. But I get in my car like four times a day. Yeah, but if you're just like you can snap a chicken's neck They're pretty so quick. mean though. And you would never show up. it's a confined space. I No, I totally. I hear you. I think there's an argument to be had for the chicken. I'm but just I also thinking, think that like. I'm just thinking how much are you going to practice with your. Does the orangutan get a sword? Fuck yeah, he gets a sword. Are you kidding no, me? No, then absolutely not. <laughs> You're not. Okay. You would take. Wait, let, let's go back to one of the first questions we've ever asked. Because you were on the big lion side, right? Yes. Instead of 50 toddlers. Uh, yes. And you had to convince me to be on the big lion side. Right. Here's where I'm going to convince you to fight an orangutan. Okay. Lie to me right now and tell me that an orangutan has any fucking idea what it's going to do. It says a broadsword. Let me, I guess, qualify with that. They're strong as shit. I know they're strong as shit. Do they have swordsmanship? Uh, do you have swordsmanship? I can learn swordsmanship. Uh, how well? Better than a fucking orangutan. All right. Well, you can't look back exercises. I am almost exercises. certain of that. I am almost certain of it. All right. I had a discussion with Madison today where I basically, she was like, there, there was some post that was like, hey, fun date idea. Go to the aquarium point out the fish that i like person jumps in and fights the fish to prove that they're worthy <laughs> or to prove they're tough or whatever and right. i was like here's the problem i know which fish i could fight and i know which fish i could not fight and i feel like an unfortunate amount of those are fish that i could not fight right this is the opposite of that situation chickens are so mean <laughs> and i feel like one's gonna get lucky one day and fuck up my eye or something like that and it's not gonna be bad but it's gonna put me out for a while and then i'm gonna be weak and then other chickens will capitalize on that weakness I'm not saying I couldn't beat a chicken. I'm just saying that, like, in the time that I could prepare to fight a chicken, it's a multi-thing-per-day event. Like, this is happening at, like, 9, and then at, like, 12 if I go to lunch. Right. And people, I, I, somebody's going to suck and be like, oh, you just walk or ride your bike, dick. And I'm like, well, that works for most of the yeah. seasons, but eventually. What if you could only kill a chicken with both hands? Yeah, would you rather kill a chicken <laughs> with one hand or both hands? Right. I don't like that side of the question. I don't like the fact that I have to kill an animal. But if it's trying to kill me, I got to do what I got to do. What if you just had to sacrifice it? What do you mean sacrifice? What it? if that's how you started the car? Is you just had to kill a chicken? Like it just starts up when I do that. Yeah. Hope I'm ready for the car to start up. Yeah. Because that's just another element of timing. I think that an orangutan, would... and maybe we'll look it up after. <laughs> I'm almost certain that they're not going to have enough sword skills to best me in a swordsmanship battle. But can you kill it? I think I can fuck it up pretty bad and make it happen. Have you ever seen, have you ever tried to fight a monkey? A kid fell in a monkey cage. Are you and you know what happened? Right now? Yeah. yeah. He, he just died. grabbed his ankle and fucking whipped his shit around. I'm not saying it's going to be a fun, easy battle. I'm saying if I have a year to prepare for it, that's a year well spent not fighting chickens five times a day. Four times a day minimum. Okay. I don't know, man. I think I'm taking the chicken. I think I'm What if you got in and you're, there was a chicken just like duct taped to your hood to the dash of your car 
but your car wouldn't start it's until you had there. until you had killed the chicken. I'm gonna feel bad killing that to, many chickens too. Yeah, to make I'm the moral feel bad decision killing orangutan too, but whether you were gonna kill the chicken. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. I don't like that one bit. I hate that. I if it's gonna be like if I have to get in a Mortal Kombat situation with an animal, I'm gonna need it to fight me just as equally. Okay. I'm not gonna do that. That's fucked up. Orangutans are strong. I know they're strong and they're, they're so strong. they're elusive. They got long ass arms. Dude, I'm not saying it's an they're easy fight. And distracting. But I say, they could jump out the building? Dude, here's what I'm saying. I think I can hopefully, over a year's worth of training, do you get, learn how do to you best... get known what day it is? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's a once a year thing. What happens if you walk out your front door and it's waiting in that tree for you? <laughs> the king of the jungle was just staring down at me. I'd be pretty upset because I didn't have a year of training yet. But I'd say, you know what? I'm going to make the best of this and really do my absolute fucking best to outsmart this monkey and if, fight it with a sword. What if this monkey followed you around why like, would it do that during the year like, like the one that see, i have to fight you just fucking because i killed his see the monkey brother family member last year every once in a while that would suck that would stress me out i think it'd be like the it, snail i think it would it would stress me out but only if i knew <laughs> zane's doing a hilarious <laughs> fucking person hiding impression and just popping out for shit um i think if i knew it couldn't kill me then or like attack me if it could yeah. just do nothing and was just in my space i'd be like fuck yeah what's up i'm eating cheese fries what's good that's good. This will give you Alzheimer's. And then I would be like, hey, I'm going to go train my swordsmanship at 430. You're more than welcome to come. Oh, wait, you're a monkey and can't do that. So. All right. I'm not saying I'm horribly confident in this. I just feel like that's the better choice here. Okay. Okay. We're going to end on this one. Not that it's necessarily that good of a question, but it, <laughs> it did make me laugh. Okay. Would you rather share a bus seat with Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, but you have the window seat and every time he coughs, it looks like he's going to cough into his elbow, but he lowers it at the last second and coughs onto the side of your head. Or a corgi that just recently got a PhD in Scientology and insists on you calling him doctor every time you need to get him to go to the bathroom or what have you. It's <laughs> a good question. Neither one of those is good. And in the weirdest possible way. Like zoink scoob. Getting, let's say you're sharing a bus seat more often than not. Like that's your form of transportation. Because right, I have avoided the bus pretty successfully for the yeah. last however many years. It's even free now, and I don't ride it. Right, but let's say like at least a few times a week you're riding this bus and you're getting coughed on, bus. and you're getting <laughs> dude, you're getting coughed on by Shaggy every fucking time. Shaggled. Rain or snow or sleet or shine, you're getting coughed on. Mr. Loba, and it's an Loba. unsuspecting. <coughs> it's, a, it's like that, but then you turn and cough instead of being a regular normal adult. Right. Or a dog with a doctorate in Scientology. I think that's really easy. You just call the dog. You just doctor. have to put up with it. Like, what are you putting up with? But like, he's like insistent about it. Doctor, go pee. And he's like, you're I'm just going to get doctor, used what? to it. Like he back talks you. He's like rude about it, but if you just do it, then he can't. No, say no, no. Shit but I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the point here. I think the point is that like, even if you do it, he's gonna be like, "Of what?" There's never a good enough answer. Like right. you gotta, you gotta like put up with his fucking shenanigans just to get him to do anything. Hmm. Hmm. As written. As the written, dog, poorly the dog seems, dog seems like a way, way easier. Drive. Well, as written, sharing a bus seat seems way easier to me because I just avoid the bus. Right. Amended to an actual question. 
I guess I'd take the dog. I think I still take the dog. I don't want to get coughed on that. People by Shaggy that. too, yeah. dude. Man. He'd have Scooby snack. I feel like it'd just know be that's so. What he actually eats. I feel like that'd just be so annoying though. Just like, hey, we got. I have like five Does minutes. We have to go. Lot? And he's just like, yeah. Let. I, he's Shaggy. He's not coughing a little bit. <laughs> I feel. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like you answered your own musty. question when you asked it. Does Shaggy from Scooby Doo cough a lot? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I've never. I've watched a lot of Scooby Doo, and I've never seen Shaggy cough. Zane. But I have heard him say, "The fog's so thick you can cut it with a knife," and then proceed to cut a donut out of the fog. I have two tweets of the week this week. Lay it on me. The first one says, uh, it's from Jenna Wheeler at Jen uh, underscore three. Nice. Says, the biggest, oh, is when you look down and you're going 97 in a 65. Oop. <laughs> Guys, second tweet of the week. You retweeted this actually, so you will have already heard of this. Comes from Emily at Ritter XEM. And it says, so you mean to tell me that a shrimp fried this rice? <laughs> I think that's a, that, that takes the cake. Well, it's rice. rice. So. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Bang.